it's a hole in one for Jesus. And Moses looks at Jesus and says, you want to play golf or you want to fuck around? <laughs> Love it. Welcome to Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs> Welcome to Packers Without Borders. I'm your co-host, Matt Larson. I'm Bruce Edmonds. Get ready for an hour of Packers, dad life, laps, and love. Vamanos! All right, I'm Andy from Sheffield, and I was listening to Packers Without Borders with Bruce and Matt. Welcome to Packers Without Borders. I am your humble, irritated, and good-looking co-host from Oak Bank, Manitoba, Matt Larson. I am joined, as always, by my good buddy down in El Paso, Texas, Bruce Edmonds, sporting a brand-new Sessions app, Sessions Lager. If you're not drinking Sessions Lager, then you're drinking crap. How you doing, Bruce? I, sir, <laughs> am ecstatic. Greatest day Greatest care package of my life arrived at my house yesterday. Second, second greatest, right? Second like mine, Yours mine would have been the first. Yeah. And believe it or not, my kids wear that stuff all the time to sleep. We all use them around the house. It is fantastic. We are officially Winnipeg Jets fans. So there you go. Season starts soon. Season, season starts, starts soon. Dude. Yeah. I am. I get home. And there's a care package on well, I get a ring notification, right? Somebody's at your front door. I was like, what the hell? Who's at my front door? So I get home after a couple, you know, I had a couple appointments, had to do some work during the day, that type of stuff. But I get home and there's this care package on there and I look at it and I'll just, and usually it says Pauline Edmonds on there, right? Usually it has my wife's name on there. I was like, okay, it's, oh, it's my name. I didn't order shit. I, I never order anything. You know, like I rarely yeah. order. <laughs> and I look at the label and it says full sale brewing company. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and right i don't even take the package inside dude i oh. i bend over i grab my key and i swipe the top yeah. of it and i rip it open like a christmas present yeah and i'm like holy shit it's full of stuff it wasn't just like a little bit of swag it was a lot of swag dude i got you know so now i finally go inside and i'm literally like it's funny dude i'm getting chills it's so retarded <laughs> But it is what it is. And so I go into my room and I open up the box completely and I start taking out and I see, oh, this hat. Oh, cool. Really nice hat. The one I'm wearing right now. And then there's another hat in there. And I'm like, oh, sweet. Another hat. And then uh, I pull out and they've got this nice little uh, sticker that's now officially on my truck, by the way, that says Session <laughs> And we've got a bottle opener, which is badass, like a stainless, you know, a stainless steel yeah, bottle yeah. on it that, that says Full Sail on one side, says Session Logger on the outside, of course. And then I pull out the T-shirt, and it's a badass T-shirt, right size, everything's good. And then I pull out of the bottom this badass sweatshirt, dude, like a little hoodie with the zipper hoodie that's got nice. the little logo on the front and the big logo on the back. And I had to immediately call my wife and tell her <laughs> this happened. And she's like, oh, my God, no mames, no mames. No mames means holy fuck in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And I told her our first official sponsor. She's like, you're getting paid. I was like, no, but they sent me swag and that's good enough. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same thing. It's the same thing. But (laughs) I'm going to officially plug them. We're just seriously. uh, Okay. Do it. Do it. Do it. Take a minute. Take a minute. Take a minute. Go ahead. I'll allow it. I'm I'm breathing. (laughs) Deep breath. Sessions lager. The golden taste. Let the golden spray hit the back of your throat. (laughs) No, wait. Nah, that's probably not a good one. No, that's not. No, no, Uh no golden showers. Take a golden shower in sessions. No, 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 that's not going to work. I'll edit that. I'll edit that. It'll, it'll sound way better in post. It will. (laughs) Just going to say sessions lager, your golden shower. (laughs) For your throat, a golden shower for your throat. No. When you want to shower your throat in golden goodness. <laughs> Man, they're never, they're going to come back and take the shirt and everything back oh, away from no, you. No, <laughs> they're gonna, no. Give it here. Put it in the box, Bruce. <laughs> they're a smaller brewing company. So we really needed to give them a shout out, especially I've always had this beer. I don't even remember how I ran into this beer years ago. And I had my first one and I'm telling you, it was, I was like, holy crap. Cause I drink a lot of different types of beers. I'm, I'm a beer guy. I enjoy beer. And I had that first one. I was like, damn, this is actually pretty fucking good. And then I look at the alcohol content. And I was like, this is phenomenal because it doesn't taste like it's 4.9%. It's like, okay, good. This is a good beer. All right. For Canadians, 4.9% alcohol is a high number for Americans. Okay. Go on. No, for for a lager, for a lager it is. You can talk about IPAs and porters and all this type of stuff. Their IPA is a little bit higher, but for a lager, it's just, it's, it's not a full beer. It's like the little, it's similar to the little red stripe bottles where it's 11.2 ounces. The little stubbies, the little little stubbies. stubbies. Yeah. 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 Molson Canadian was one of the first brands to come up with a little stubby and it was because it would fit in your mitt properly. That's right. And Oregon, I'm assuming maybe that's a a Northwest thing with smaller beers for the same reason, because of rain and cold. And that's why I like the smaller beer. Well, shrinkage. Yeah. Well, no, a big beer is going to get hot. You know, when you have a larger yeah. bottle, there's only so much. So the less surface space of glass, that's what I would do is I would have a smaller bottle to, <laughs> to fill it in. But anyway, go check out at full sale brewing on Twitter, follow them, check it out. They've got some pretty cool posts. You can check out the, the brewery up in Oregon. One of these days, I'm going to go to my Mecca and visit them and uh, check them out. But really appreciate a shout out to them. Truly appreciate just the love that, you know, just even just a remote nod or whatever it was, was good enough. But they went all out and sent me a bunch of swag. And obviously, I, I really appreciate it. And hopefully one of these days, they they look at two idiot dads and decide that they're they're worth investing in. <laughs> Probably Maybe. not. Not after the golden shower jokes. No. Well. <laughs> you know what? That's I, I'm with you, brother. When I find something, I mean, I when I find something I like, I don't like to stray away from it. See, and when I drink, I'm more of a lover. I don't want to fight you. You're a hugger. I don't want to fight you because I know I probably can't right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I probably can't. Listen, I can barely get my ass up to the bathroom. I've been holding it for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to fight you. Too hard. I'm going to piss my pants. 
Because I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to fight you, right? I'm not going to fight you. No. I've had my share. I've had my share. And like I said the other day, when I smash myself in my nose now, seriously, in my life, I've probably been in, and, and I was trying to count, probably actual fights. Not none of these pushing and shoving, nothing really happened business. But mm-hmm. actual fights, I think I was probably in about 13 or 14 in my life. And I've never had a bloody nose. Never. Fat lips, black eyes, right? And I've, I've had my ass kicked. And I've kicked a lot of ass, too. And that was the first time. And, and there's the culprit right there. You see that? There's, yeah. that, there's that smug son there's of a bitch Carpel- right there. <laughs> Carpellis, you'll be hearing from me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's, got, a, uh, it's got a penguin. Is there? It's Corpels Water Service. And Corpels. Uh, if Corpels wants to be a sponsor, that would be okay. Because it's uh, closer to American beer. Purified water. <laughs> oh. The Corpels, I don't know if you could see. Okay, so you see it's got a it's got a little penguin. A little fat penguin, yeah. It looks like a little it penguin. Really, it looks like Chili Willy the penguin. So my uh my son loves penguins. Okay. And no matter what it is, if you've got a penguin on it, that's gotta be the greatest thing ever. So that's why we're with Corpels because they've got a penguin on it. That's his and, power animal. Yeah. And my son says to me, he was this is about a year ago, he says, uh how do they make this water, Dad? And I said, well, it's not water. It's penguin juice. He goes, what? And I said, they squeeze penguins. And this is how they... Oh, Lord, man. <laughs> I had to apologize. Down. It was like 45 minutes of hysteria. As I'm going, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It says water on it. It says water. I'm kidding. I'm joking. And, oh, he was so upset. Oh, I think... I think the first I probably thing that comes to mind every time I see a penguin is Fight Club and the Power Animal where he looks at him and the dude's all bloody and he just goes slide <laughs> and the dude whatever <laughs> it is that's all I remember with penguins whenever I think of penguins. Oh, okay. Let's take Let's a break. Do, uh, and... You gonna take a break? Yeah, I'm gonna take a leak and then. All right, all right, man. So I've got okay. dirty jokes. Explicit. 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 Okay. Dirty jokes. I'm not going to reread Jeremy's. If anybody read that on Twitter, it's disgusting, Jeremy. Shameful. You want to read a? You want to read a couple of those right now? Let's let's give a little shout out on that, and then we can. I've got a few. Well, which, which, okay. You, you start, you start. I'm, I'm looking for them. I, apparently I, I thought I put them aside so that I'd be prepared. Of course, we're always prepared on this show every single minute of the day. Down. Every, okay. Go, go start. All right, Matt. What's the difference between a pregnant woman and a light bulb? You can unscrew a light bulb. Bang. Having sex in an ele- elevator is wrong on so many levels. Oh, these are dad dirty jokes. These are dad dirty jokes. I want to hear a dirty one. Like, okay, here's one. How do you get your dog to stop from humping your leg? Ow. You pick them up and suck them off. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. What did the banana say to the vibrator? I don't know. Why are you shaking? She's going to eat me. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so bad. That's so bad. Okay. Ready? Here's one for you. Okay. 
There you go. This one, uh, Andy, uh, tell your kids they can't listen for the next minute. <laughs> Super explicit. Super duper explicit. Okay. So this, this panda bear. Do you remember this one? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Maybe I don't need to do it. Maybe I don't need to do it. I could do another one. I could do another one. You got to do it. I love the panda bear one. It's hilarious. Go, do it. Okay, so panda bear in a full tuxedo, top hat, cane, the whole works, walking down the street. He's walking down like a dark alley. And this prostitute comes around the corner and she goes, hey, you looking for a good time? And the panda bear says, I am always looking for a good time. So they kind of uh, follow each other. They go up to a nice uh, little hotel room and he gets down on her and he kind of, uh, you know, eats her out and does this thing. He gets up, starts pounding away, finishes, starts getting dressed to leave. And the prostitute says, hey, wait a second. She says, wait. I think you're forgetting something here. And the panda bear says, no, no, I got my handkerchief. I got my gold watch. I think I'm good. And she goes, no, don't you know what I am? And he goes, what are you? And she goes, I'm a prostitute. And he goes, oh, okay. Keeps getting dressed. She reaches over, she grabs a dictionary and she throws it at him. And she says, look it up. So he looks it up and he says, prostitute, one who sells sex for money. He goes, oh, okay. Puts it back down, keeps getting dressed. She goes, you're still forgetting something. And he goes, don't you know what I am? She goes, you're a panda bear. And he throws the dictionary at her and he walks out and he says, look it up, he says. So she looks it up and it says, panda bear, eat, shoots, and leaves. <laughs> I got, I've got one more for you. Wow. I don't know if we can do that one. Yeah, okay. you know what? Fuck it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> said super explicit. We'll, we'll finish on this afternoon. Yeah. What type of bees make milk? Boobies. <laughs> I've heard too many of your jokes. And they're all, they're all like, did you go to like your youngest daughter and was like, what is the dirtiest jokes that you guys heard? Because like from my son, you would hear things like, uh, what did the boy squirrel say to the female squirrel? Want to see my nuts? Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, what's green and smells like Miss Piggy? Right? Kermit's finger? No? So I heard when I was in grade two, this is a true story. Honest to God, true story. You can call my mom to verify too. When I was in grade two, I heard my dad tell that joke with about six or seven of his buddies uh, on a Saturday night. And they laughed and laughed and laughed. What's green and smells like Miss Piggy? Kermit's finger, right? They laughed and laughed and laughed. So on Monday, Mr. Vermette's class, okay? Uh, and and I, I, I've still seen Mr. Vermette. Anyway, I go in, it's showing and tell time and everybody's got something cool and everybody's got something. And he looks at me and he says, Matt, do you have anything for show and tell? And I said, well, I've got a joke. And he goes, oh, okay, go ahead. And in front of the whole class, I said, what's green? It smells like Miss Piggy. And I remember the look on Mr. Vermette's face is like one eye kind of closed and he tilted his head like, wait a minute. I think I, I think I heard this one. And I said, Kermit's finger. And he burst out laughing and then stopped himself immediately. <laughs> I had to write out on a piece of paper like 400 times. Bart Simpson, not... like a Bart Simpson yeah. meal. Oh, do you know how many times I had to do that, Mr. Vermette? And uh, Miss Adamson's class when I was growing up, that was the punishment. You would go sit in one of the science labs and for like these four pieces of paper – you know, front and back, and it'd be the loose leaf, you know, the long, full scrap or whatever it was, the thing's like two feet long, and you had to every single line. And so uh, 
Hillary, uh, Hillary Clinton is uh, cleaning up around the uh, bedroom and under her, under her bed, she uh, finds a shoebox and she opens up the shoebox and there's uh, four golf balls and $10,000 cash in the shoebox. And she's like, well, what the hell is this? So Bill Clinton comes home and she says, Bill, what is this shoebox I found? And Bill says, well, you know, I'm kind of glad that you found that because I, I need to make a confession for you. He says, every time I, I've, I've cheated on you, he goes, I, I put a golf ball in the shoebox. She goes, oh, four times over 25 years. Okay, well, I understand. She goes, what's the money? And he goes, every time I get a dozen, I sell them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. No? No? Okay. Jesus and Moses are playing golf. And on the third hole, okay, on the third hole, uh, uh, Moses slices one right towards the water and he reaches up and goes, like that. And the water parts and the ball bounces off the rocks, lands into the middle of the fairway. So Jesus walks up, lines up his driver, and he hammers it. And this thing starts to shank to the right. And he snaps his finger. And this great big eagle comes and grabs the ball right out of the air. And it's carrying it in its claws. And it goes flying over the water hole. And it drops it into the water hole. And an alligator quickly opens up its snout. And it shoots the ball into a tree. And this woodpecker grabs the ball and kicks it onto the turf. And this squirrel walks over and puts the ball right into the middle of the hole. It's a hole in one for Jesus. And Moses looks at Jesus and says, you want to play golf or you want to fuck around? <laughs> Love it. All right, I like buddy. that one too. Let's like talk some Packers. Too. What do you say? You know, if you like the Packers without borders with uh, me, Matt, and of course, my good buddy, Bruce in El Paso and uh, the stuff that we the content that we do and some of the jokes and hilarious stuff. Do us a favor. Hit that like button. Hit that retweet button. Hit that subscribe button. Don't forget, you can go on to Anchor. There's a uh, subscription. You could also uh, uh, help pay to sponsor. Keep the show going. You can do iTunes. You can do Spotify. We're on every platform you can possibly imagine, but really iTunes, Spotify, Anchor. If you guys can go in there and subscribe, retweet, help us out. That would be fantastic. You can follow Matt at LarsonMatt2 on Twitter, and you can follow me at Bruce Edmonds on Twitter as well. We love you guys. Really appreciate the support. Peace. Go Pack Go. All right, it's kind Let's of do a, it. kind of a big deal this week, you know. Is it? What's going it on is. tomorrow? Oh, you know right. Amazing? You know right. what's amazing is the off season is officially going to be all put behind us in yeah. like about twenty four hours. Well, we're about to find out if all of that humming, hawing, and drama and everything else that was associated with the off season is going to, you know, look good or look bad. I think we're going to have probably our best year stats-wise we've ever had. Matt, we've talked about this. This in the history of me being a Green Bay Packer fan of 
this is the best team that I've ever seen assembled top to bottom. Not that we haven't had great players in the past, maybe 95 team, 96, right around there. 95, uh, or as soon as we got Reggie White, suddenly that team was stacked everywhere around, right? And it's just too bad we couldn't get Sterling. Isn't it similar? And maybe the linchpin here is they did a great job bringing in Z and everything that they've done. But Jair, to me, is the catalyst for this team and really does set the tone for this team because there's a lot of swag. Um, But just in general, top to bottom, this team, to me, has a chance to do what they haven't been able to do in the last two years. 26 and 6, two straight NFC championship games, two losses. But I think they're there this year. With all the drama, doesn't matter. I think the drama is more external, just from the way that you look at some things. Obviously, every team has issues and has those things internally, but these guys are more prepared than I think they ever have. And the adversity that they've gone through, just not even talking about Rodgers, but you're talking about the adversity that they've gone through with the offensive line and all these different changes that are critical to our success. It is amazing to me that, we have a rookie center. It just, it's two rookies. On, he, Newman won. Center and right guard. Center he and right the, guard. Run the, he won the job outright, which, and yeah. it's not like we're, we're downgrading. Apparently we're not. And against this defensive front for the Saints, we're going to find out real quick, aren't we? Because that's the strength of, this, of the Saints is that defensive line. Um, you know, their corners are a little banged up. Lattimore is going to play. So he'll, we'll probably see a lot of Devonte Lattimore, which means our secondary pieces, but I'm going to be looking at those trenches, man, with our offensive line and their defensive line, because that is the strength. And that is the one for me, don't, not sparing weakness, but the one question mark that we don't, don't think for a second, the saints aren't going to come to play. Woo. Right. The saints, the saints are a pretty good team with or without Drew Brees. Right. Just like the Packers are a pretty good team with or without Aaron Rodgers. Right. They can run the ball. Alvin Kamara is a beast. Right. Michael Thomas catches absolutely everything. He ran through every single person that was on our defense. All I mean, he didn't he didn't have a bad game. He didn't have a bad game. Right. I mean, they didn't win, but he didn't have a bad game. So I think I, I said it. I said it before. Alvin Kamara. He's a fast running back. You know, Eric Stokes is a pretty fast DB. And Eric Stokes is apparently our fastest DB. And I wouldn't be surprised to see maybe a little bit of spy on Kamara with Eric Stokes, especially if Kamara starts tearing it up a little bit, you know, maybe force the Saints. That's the game plan. It's going to be the same game plan. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think they're going to lean on Winston at all until they absolutely have to. Right? Um I think I think it's going to take a little while for our offense to get going, and our defense is probably going to have to hold us for the first quarter, maybe even the whole first half. And I, uh, keep, I disagree I, with that. I think we're going to take the ball if if we get the coin toss. They're not. You want to do a you want to do a you want to do a chug bet? You yeah. and I do a chug bet right here. First yeah. drive for the Packers offense. What do you think is going to happen? First drive. TD. TD. TD to Tanyan. TD to Tanyan. I, I think we don't score a touchdown on the first drive. Maybe we get within field goal range, but I do not think so we score versus, on the first. Field goal versus TD Chug. I'll tell you what. I'm going to say 
zero score for the first drive. Okay. I'm calling TD. You're calling TD. Okay. Yeah, I'm not even going to say score. I'm going to say TD. And if okay. it's Tanyan, then you have to double up. I have to do two? Yeah. Uh, well, if I have to. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And if they go three and out, you have to double up. Deal. Okay. Done. Okay. Bang. Okay. You got there you to go. All this stuff. Yeah, there we go. Okay. I'm concerned. Let, let's get into the injury report a little bit, Matt, before, and then we can do some predictions in those. So who we got? We got uh, Zadarius is on the uh, injury report. He's questionable. Yeah. I don't think he plays. I don't think he plays. I think it's too early in the season to have him come out and play in a game that, I mean, Winston. Winston. You know what I mean? Winston. Winston. We might not. Well, we just might not need it. It's he might do some spot spot duty here and there, possibly on spots on some spots. Did I just, <laughs> did I just talk like that on some spots? Hmm. Suffering succotash. Look at this guy. <laughs> don't, don't take your fucking weak anger out on me, buddy. Who else can I? That's true. That's true. No, I mean, at least be- you can just turn the computer off and go to hell with that guy. There's going to be there's going to be some spot starts here for him in certain situations. I don't think they'll completely sit him out. They've got him questionable, but then again, why would they do that? Right? They're so conservative. I don't know. It's I don't think he plays. And it's I don't think he plays. Right? Like Matt Lafleur said uh, today, he said uh, Zadarius has got up till game time. I don't think he plays. I think the smart move for him is to not play. If his back is still bothering him, he needs to fix that. A bad back is one of those things where it could. It doesn't it could go chase away. you all season long, or it could, or it could magically cure itself tomorrow. It is the strangest thing I had for the longest time: lower back pain from football, and I just lived with it for years and years and years. And I went to chiropractors, and I went to physios, and nothing happened. And then I went to this massage therapist that lives like a couple of streets away, and after three visits, gone, completely gone. I don't know why. You tell me well, why, right? I don't know. Those I mean, back things are, yeah. it's like a high ankle sprain. When you hear about a high ankle sprain, and what do they say? They go, for a while. they go two to six weeks. Why is it two to six weeks? Well, he could be ready in two weeks. He could be ready in six weeks. We don't know. It's going to take yeah. whatever time it takes, right? Well, that Especially with the back. First, that leads into my first bold prediction that I've got for this season. I okay. We're going to get what we've been waiting for as Packer fans, and that's a heavy dose of Rashawn Gary. I think so, yeah. And my prediction for him, and for Preston, by the way, this is a double up on my bold predictions for the year. Rashawn's going to have 12 sacks. 12. 12 sacks, okay. And Preston's going to be a top, he's going to be top five in sacks as well. He won't hit double digits. Top five in the team, or top five in the NFL? Top five in the NFL. You only had two players in the entire NFL double-digit sacks last year, I believe. Uh-oh. You know what? IT Hedgehog is probably going to call me on that because I always talk about him. I would. I would. But (laughs) anyway, beyond that, I think Preston top five in sacks at the end of the season and Rashawn's going to get 12 sacks. And a lot of it has to do with the the health of Zedarius. I'm a little bit concerned because they are very conservative with those types of guys, and he's either going to be out there again you know, I, I probably misspoke saying that they're, they're going to use him in certain situations in this game. I don't think so. 
now that I think back on what I just said, because they are so conservative with players. He's not going to come back until he's ready. So I'm thinking people are going to have to step up, right? And it's not going to be on the, in the interior. We're good. We've already talked about in the past, but on the outside, I think Rashawn is going to be a beast. And that's my bold prediction, 12 sacks and top five. Wow. Agree, wow. disagree. See, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember because my brain is so focused on what 16 games where the stats looks like, and now it's 17. Right. Right. I, I did take and, that into consideration with my bullshit. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you told me 10 sacks, I would say, yeah, I think I think Rashawn gets the double digits this year. I think he he gets he gets over that hump. I mean, he's been he's been right there. There's been so many times where he's been so close. I'm gonna you know what? I'm going to agree with the 12. I think Zadarius also 12, even though he misses a couple of games. I think with Slayton, Kiki, and Clark, mm -hmm. I think no more of this two guys on Clark, two guys on Kiki, and we can easily handle it. It's going to be we need to double and triple up on – I mean, Slayton is a beast – and if you give Kenny Clark a one-on-one, -on -one, Kenny Clark's gonna it's done. He, he's gonna have thirty sacks. He's gonna have thirty sacks if Kenny Clark is one-on-one. -on -one. Competition we're going against offensive line-wise, right? So yeah. let's just let's start with the Bears, who have by far right now in in the division probably the worst offensive line right now. Yeah, from a, I'm concerned even from a fantasy standpoint with David Montgomery and those types of guys because why are you calling out one of my players? It's gonna, why are you calling out one of my players? I had, I had to give you a little low jab, buddy. Man, I'm winning right now. You don't think Rashawn, <laughs> just with the Bears, in those two games can't get three to five sacks? Just against the Bears? I know that every time that we play the Bears, something crazy happens. Like we have six touchdowns in the first half. Or or uh, remember, what was it? Clay Matthews had six sacks in one game or something on Jay Cutler. Remember, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Back check. Back remember? Check. No. It, it, we, don't, we, don't do, we don't do research that way. That's that's when the uh, that's when all of that uh, talk came out about every pick begins with Jay because he would just oh, – he would just – he would just wing it. He would just wing it. Remember he, him and Brandon Marshall. I remember this. I, you know, I remember this specifically because this was one of those life-changing moments. Mr. Charles Woodson, if you are listening, sir, I am a huge fan. I, 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 I admired everything that you absolutely did. You backed up your talk on the field. You are a man, a lion amongst men. Anyway, Brandon Marshall and Jay Cutler were going back and forth in the media about how they're the greatest tandem in the NFL and there was nothing that could be done and blah, blah, blah. We're unstoppable. 200 yards against the Packers every game. We're going to destroy them. And, and I think that was the game where Matthews had something ridiculous, like, like six sacks. And I think we had four or five picks. It was ridiculous. It was just a complete garbage show for Jay Cutler. And, and uh, at the end of the game, there was Charles Woodson with his helmet off and they asked him and uh, you know, Jay Cutler talked this and that. And he goes, Jay was Jay. We know Jay. Jay does Jay things. <laughs> it was so perfect. Unbelievable. I, I loved it. I loved every minute of that. So now, getting back, getting back to our defensive line. I think yeah. this is the year where our sack numbers go way up, but I do not think we've solved the run game. Agree. 
I'm telling you, Kamara's going to run all over us, but it's going to be similar to last year, right? Kamara is going to get his, and we're still going to fucking blow him out. Like, that's the way I feel. It's going to be at least well, that's- a blowout in the NFL's 10 points, right? I mean, any, any double digit is a blowout is what I'm considering. I think they're going to win by more than 10 points, but Kamara's going to get his. I think it's, what did I say, 36-24. I think who, that's the score. Who are they throwing to other than Kamara? Everybody's Thomas. Yeah. Thomas is on the pup, dude. He's out for seven weeks. They've got no. Is he? Oh. The one thing they have is Troutman, the tight end, who was injured and now came off of the injury report. So that dude is going to – what are they going to exploit? The middle of the field? And screen passes the Kamara is my prediction. So those two dudes – I mean, Sean Sean Payton is a really smart coach. Mm -hmm. And – for that reason alone, I can't put him out. He's not like a Mike a Mike McCarthy where you know he's he's got the best running back in the league and he's just not going to use right. him. Right. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I I, I have it. I have it. Uh, the Packers. I think it's going to be close in the first half, and then I think we're going to come out in the third, and we're going to go uh, score, score, to- score. <laughs> you know, yeah, just like last year. Great. Just to right? make you fucking happy. No, but I think we're going to go three touchdowns in the third quarter. And that just puts us so far be- ahead that, you know, Winston's out there chucking interceptions in the fourth quarter. I mean, look at this. Look at the – so here's let, – let's go through the injury report for them and us and just kind of go about this. So, Traquan Smith, they're, they're what I consider their number one wide receiver without Thomas out is out with the hamstring. Or he's not out, yeah. but he's on the injury report, and he did not practice. Their cornerback, Ken Crawley, who's their starting cornerback, did not practice. Yeah. Uh, you've got their tackle, Taron Armstead, and their tackle, James Hurst, um, with a back and knee. And then Marshawn Lattimore is on there with the knee, but he already said he's going to play. Not yeah, no, he, he practiced Friday. He yeah. practiced Friday. And, yeah. our, and on our end, this is a little bit of what I'm telling you. It's um, Zadarius with his back. We've already talked about that. That's, that's concerning. Um, it's safety. Vernon Scott has a hammy, but really, you know, he's the third, right? In the yeah. pecking order, so yeah. just hopefully you special don't have to teams. That point. Yep, and then Tyler Lancaster, that's he's got a back issue. Mercedes Lewis, which with the depth and riches that we have at tight end, I think um, not too concerned about him. Mercedes uh, Lewis, he's it playing, have, and it might have been just a, a veteran rest. Play. So yeah. that might be, and then Preston Smith has a head is listed as laceration, so he got cut. I believe it was a helmet. I think the inside of his helmet cut his forehead. So they gave him a day off and uh, he was back at practice. He was back at practice. Okay. So really the only one that's, that stands out is Z, right? Nobody else is yeah. on the injury report. Well, Z and Bakhtiari. Well, Bach is out for, yeah. again, that's why I'm saying I want to look at the trenches. I want to see what's going to happen with that defensive line versus our, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, you know, line, I, know that, I know that, I know that, uh, I know that we saw Rodgers out there, Rodgers out there throwing passes to unguarded wide receivers. I know we saw him throwing them into nets and things like that. I have complete and total faith in Aaron Rodgers that he's going to have a great year and we're going to win a lot of games because he's a fantastic player. But the offense needs time to get in-game nuances and rhythms to get going. And usually that takes a couple of games for the Packers. And I think LaFleur is going to lean heavy 
on Jones, Dylan, and Hill in that first quarter, right? And then we'll see the try and get a bomb out to MBS or something to keep no, everybody honest. Up the ass, dude. Yeah, yeah. But that's I think we're going to establish that run game right off the hop. Let those two rookies, the rookie center and the rookie guard, worry about going forward, not backing up, right? I think that's what we're going to see is a little so, bit of them being a little bit more conservative. So that goes into my, I've got two bold tradition predictions with, so the first one is I think Aaron Rodgers is going to go for 50 touchdowns. Tomorrow? Yes. In one game, 50 Holy touchdowns. crap. We're not playing the bears. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> is he even going to get 50 touches? I no. do. 50 for the season. 50 for the season with 17 games. Has he ever had 40? 48. He had 48? Yes. He's had 48 in the past. It's Was that it's, 2011? The year they went 15 and 1? Why do you ask me questions of stuff that I don't research? I think it was the year they went 15 and 1 and then we lost to uh, the Giants in the first more, round. More than likely, but. Yeah. Because that offense was incredible. It's three touch. It's three touchdown average a game. He's going to have a game with five touchdowns. He's going to have a few games with four. He'll have some with two. So it's about a three touchdown average. It, there's a chance with 17. Remember, we're throwing That's 71. Three is 51 yeah. for the season. Three. Average of three. Does that sound realistic? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a bold yeah, but at the same, but at the, happen. at the same time, that's like when you find out what the league record is for rushing. And at first I was like, it's like, you know, a friend of mine said, what's the league record for rushing? And I was like, well, let's see, it's gotta be uh, 16 games. Let's say uh, 200 yards a game, 3,200. I'm going to guess, I don't know, like 2,800 or something. It was like, no, it's 22 or, you know, whatever, it, whatever it now it is. And it's one of those, he's going to have a game where he throws two picks like the Tampa game last year. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a game where he's going to throw five TDs. Mm-hmm. So three. Yeah. Three is probably right? a good number, right? Three is probably a good number to That's average, bold, but it's not that bold. And no. it all depends on what you're saying with the running game. So here's my other bold prediction, because I do think that some of those passes are going to go to Aaron Jones. So yeah. Gonna- oh yeah. So what I've got with Jones in 17 games is I've got him with 1,800 total yards. If he just matches 1,800 total yards, that's wow. receiving and rushing. So roughly 110 yards per game. Just about between rushing. He'll get 70, 80 yards, probably 30 to 40 yards catching uh, per game is the way I'm looking at 80, 40 split kind of with that. And because Dylan, like you said, Dylan is going to do his thing, man. But I yeah. have, might hit 1,800 yards this year. So that's my other – I put a little thought into this. They're a little bit out there, a little bit bold. A so 1,800, Devontae gets 1,000. 1,800, Devontae gets 1,000. Dylan gets 1,000. Add up, say, 1,000 between the tight ends. So what are we going to go for? Like, like 10,000 10, yards this year. You no, know, at 1,800 – so at 1,800 yards, it's 105 yards a game. So what is the Packers, Packers offense, total yards from last year? That's a good question. So what? Rodgers never thrown for 5,000 yards. 
because he's not a big yardage guy. He's a carve them up, use the run game. Has he ever broke 4,000? Oh yeah. He's, he's, he hovers between about probably 4,200 and 4,600 yards right in there. Never, never 5,000. Okay. So total yards rushing last year was 2,118 yards Two one one eight rushing, rushing only, rushing only. Now receiving is 4,299 yards. Yep. So what's that? 6,417. Yep. Look at it, right go. off the top of my head. Just There bam. you go, buddy. So 2018, so, okay. divided by two. Let's just do a 50-50 split, right, with Dylan. Yeah. Just because. And that 5% is going to be Kylan Hill and other people going in and doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you're talking yeah. about 1,059 yards for each uh dylan and and jones in russia rushing yard very realistic yeah yep not a problem yeah especially with 17 games especially with 17 545 split is the way that they're they're not gonna jones is gonna get his touches so if we take 200 yards let's say take 150 yards from dylan give him to jones and put him put jones at 1200 yards and put dylan at 950 yards that's about realistic right in 17 games i think so so I think so. 100 yards catching. He had 60. He had 60. I'm, I'm projecting him for 60 catches this year. You're telling me he can't catch 60 catches for 600 yards? I think so. There it is. 1,800 yards, buddy. And there it is. All right. There it is. And that's as long as he stays healthy. I know that he's got a little bit of a hamstring issue. So we'll have to see how he looks. 13 to 18 touches is what he's going to get a game, depending on his workload. And Dylan is going to be the one taking the brunt of every he, – he's going to – Between the 20s. He's Between the smack. 20s. Yeah. Got to wear down that defensive line. That get that way our offensive line gets a chance to uh, work on guys that are already beat up and tired. That's the best way to get those rookies out of there because those rookies are going to be in there as much as they go football's football. Now their heart's pumping. They're going to be over-punching. They're going to be over-exaggerating everything their first game. It's going to be a, It's going to be a little tight. It's going to be a little rough, especially – especially when you've got somebody on the other side that, you know, you grew up watching play or something. Absolutely. Here's my last bold prediction. Are you ready? All right. Despite 10 games against playoff teams this year, which is a gauntlet for the Packers, 10 teams are at our playoff teams from last year. Yeah. I believe that the green Bay Packers are going to be eight. No heading into Kansas city. Wow. Undefeated going into Kansas City. What yes. happens if the Kansas Kansas City beats them? Is that what you're saying? No, I don't give a fuck about. I mean, once we get it, I'm just saying they're going to go eight and zero, and then Kansas City. I'm still kind of. Uh, I not- think we beat Kansas City. I think yep. we beat Kansas City simply because their defense is so bad that we can outscore them. We right? played it, the Lions and Cincinnati. Yeah. That's three. No, no problem. Yep. Niners. Done. See. And this is the thing, and this is what everybody has to remember, right? And and I mean, you, this is your bold prediction, and I don't want to poo-poo on it, no, but I also it. want you to I also want you to remember that once we start getting into you've won one or two or three games in a row, the odds of you winning the next game become so high, right? It's why these teams can't go sixteen and zero and completely undefeated, 
right? We 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 hardly ever well, see yeah, it. Look at the Steelers. The Steelers with the shit ass team went eleven and zero, and then all of a sudden they showed their true colors. It it as soon as you get there's a number somewhere in the stars, and that number is six, or that number for you is ten, or that number is whatever it is. But the odds of you winning the next one after four almost double. And then when you get to six, seven, and eight, they're tripling every time. Like before you realize it, to get to eight no is astronomical. And you're telling me, no doubt. Let me tell you. Well, I'm excited. I want to see it. I want to see it. Eight no. I'm going to call out the teams they play and you tell me, yes, they definitely have a chance to beat this team. If we're a Super Bowl contender, yes or no. You can, you can, you can name the other 31 teams. Yes, they have the a Niners? chance of beating all of them. The Niners? Yeah, of course, of course. We could beat any team in the league. Pitt, Arizona, yep. Bears, yep. Yep. Lions, yep. Washington, yep. Cincinnati. Yep. We can no. beat on any no. given Sunday, eight we can beat any team in the league. Oh, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing. What I'm saying to you is, is to string that many in a row, that many in a row. And then we'll tough. lose and then we'll lose some stupid games. And, and a lot of it is, it is important they lose some games to understand what losing is because we can't go 15 and one um, and head into the playoffs. We can't do that. There has to be some adversity. The year we won the Super Bowl, I got to shave my cousin's head because we were out of the playoffs, completely out. And I said, we're going to run the table because Aaron Rodgers said that, and we're going to win the fucking Super Bowl. And he said, you want, to put your, you want to put your money on that? I was like, no. If I lose, you shave my head. If you lose, I'll shave your head. And I've got pictures, and I will post them where I shaved his fucking head. When we went a Super Bowl Sunday, I shaved his fucking head like a monk. That's what I did. Sessions logger. When you want Bruce swearing, have a sessions logger. I do. I do start getting loose. <laughs> it's a little early, he's- buddy. He keeps looking over at the window like at any moment his wife's going to come to the window and go, that's it. Enough. You're done, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I keep looking over. Keep looking over. Because I start getting loud and cussing is the problem. And we've got neighbors with kids. After the way the September started, I've decided that I'm going to do um, a little bit of a positive yoga out there, especially starting today. Chakras. Yes. Getting your chakras. My energy. And I've got I've got some stuff going on today. We've got a lot of things moving, even though it's Saturday. Chakras. And then tomorrow, 225. I'm going to be fully dudded out with my uh, Packers. I know, I can't. That I'm not going to wash for eight games. I'm not going to wash wait. for eight games. Because I can't wait. Win, I don't wash shit. It sits there and it stands up by itself in my closet. And my wife has a shit fit. But I don't See, wash anything. I have to wear this shirt before the game. The day before the game, I have to wear this shirt, okay? And and I wear this hat with it. And then during the game, I wear my sideline hat and one of three jerseys. Now, my Matthews jersey has got no more luck in it. All the luck's gone out of my Matthews jersey, so it does not come out of the closet game. You were supposed to burn that like three weeks ago. Come on now. Matthews isn't that bad. And my name's Matthew. So what are you going to do? Yeah. So uh, uh, my oh, Reggie. There's the rub. My my Reggie White jersey. Uh, we had, when we went on like a six or seven game and then we won the Super Bowl. Remember, we, we had to win out our last games and then we won. I wore that. I wore that jersey the entire time and we won. So I still feel that there's magic left in it, but it hasn't been good to me the last couple of games. But my Charles Woodson jersey. 
if we need a win, I put my Woodson jersey on and we get the win. <laughs> I've got two Rogers jerseys that I don't wear. I've I've got their old the the throwback the blue jersey the Acme yeah yeah, yeah yeah and I've got the regular jersey that I wear. Um, and we've lost every game that I've put that jersey on. Oh, so it hangs up in my closet and it's pristine. I do Aaron Jones always for me, and. I just keep it on, and if we lose, I wash it and throw it back on. I keep the same hat. I've got a new hat. You know, we've got those dude. Those new hats are fucking the bomb. They, I get compliments. Nice. I get compliments on that thing when I'm walking around with that thing. They're like, "Oh, where did you get that?" Shut up! It's badass. <laughs> Not gonna tell you. I'm the only one who has that hat. And I'll yeah. Pass. Fuck off. Sorry. Uh, only uh, members of the team get uh, hats like that. So. That's right. Yeah, with inside access. Sorry, uh, can't get you in. Don't know what to tell you. Buddy, I'm looking forward to this game tomorrow. What's the score? What's the score? I'm going to say it's 32-22. 32-22. Yep. Okay. So they only muster 22. How do they get to 22? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 32-22 with a question mark on how they get to 22. They must maybe. have missed a couple of field goals. Must maybe. have point a couple of point afters or something, right? Maybe, yeah, maybe they miss an extra point and then yeah. get a we'll, score of rouge. No, that's the CFL. We'll see. <laughs> One thing I, I'm going to be looking at too that people should be looking at, and I'm a little bit concerned, is our special teams. I think it's still going to be bottom five. They did not look good in this preseason. So I'll be looking at the offensive line and see how we do on special teams. Those are the two things out the gate that I'm going to be concerned about that I'm going to be looking at to see how we do. And that'll dictate a lot of what we're going to do during the season. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, what's up, Packer fans? This is Coach Hawn, a.k.a. the smallest big mouth in the Midwest. And you are listening to Packers Without Borders. 80s movies. 80s movies, baby. I had this with uh, Matt Trombone, Matt Pickett. Yeah. Mick Mac Paddywhack. So we were doing a, a name of line in a movie that doesn't that doesn't say the name of the movie. Oh, your dog. Rough. There we go. That Very was, good. That Very good. That was my that was my asshole neighbor's dog. Oh, okay. So name a movie or, or give a line in a movie that doesn't say the name of a movie, but it reveals what movie you're talking about. Am I am I making myself clear or am I double you talking are. a little bit? Okay. You are. So I said. Right? I said, shh, do you smell something? Right? Do you know what that one is? I don't. Okay. So then he had responded with another line from the movie. Okay. And it was dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. I don't know. Okay. How about this one? Nobody steps on a church in my town. Jesus. I don't know. No? No. Holy smoke. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Oh, that's that's Ghostbusters. Of course. There that we went back and forth probably about 25 times each. Basically recited the entire movie. It was hilarious. There were so many great one-liners in there. And then even after we were done, other people were jumping in. Come here, Francine. You know? Ooh, that's a good one too. <laughs> Mine's gonna be a little bit more obvious. Okay. Sorry, Goose. Oh, oh. Have to buzz the tower. Oh, Maverick. 
That's right, baby. Oh, Top Gun. You know, they don't... They, the one thing that I kind of miss from newer movies that... I mean, this is why I'm a fan of the uh, Spaghetti Westerns with Clint Eastwood. You know, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly uh, for yeah. a few dollars more. Fistful of Dollars, Hang Em High, Pale Rider. Uh, movies like uh, The Sting or... You know, with, uh, you know, movies with uh, Paul Newman or, or, or John Wayne or Robert Redford or Cary Grant, these stars commanded the screen. They commanded your attention. You wanted to stare directly at them and you wanted to be like them. And there's a lot of stars nowadays that don't really command like that. They need to put an ensemble together, right? Like before it was... Arnold, all you had to do was have Arnold Schwarzenegger in a movie and it was making a hundred million dollars. And he just had nine millimeter bullets, right? Like, yeah, and that's all he had to, that's all he had to say, right? I pick up heavy things and I put them down, right? Like, that's all he had to do. You put them down, you put them back up, you put them back down again. Yeah, right? Like, that's all he had to do, $100 million, right? And then, of course, Sylvester Stallone just, yeah, 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 we're going to save the POWs, right? Right, $100 million. There's a handful of these actors now that I just, I, 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 I'm having a hard time getting behind, and I'm starting to revert back to maybe these old actors, right? Like, my, my wife and I were now watching uh, Better Call Saul. We've never seen it before, Yeah. okay? And Breaking Bad's fantastic, dude. Oh, incredible. Top Fantastic. top five TV series I've ever watched. And that's and up there with Spartacus. Started right, and it's when series kind of started hitting their stride with yeah with streaming services. And I was late to the game with that one. I, I, it was done because I can't watch a series when it first comes out because I can't wait an entire year to have to wait. Yeah, for it. So let the yeah. season play out a little bit so I catch up to it because we all binge watch right, and I have to binge watch to the point where I can get to the next season. Or yeah. it's all done. The whole library is yeah. there, and I can watch the whole damn thing. That's the way I watch series. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. I didn't. A friend of mine was watching Breaking Bad in the first season. He's like, "Oh, you gotta watch this." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Yeah, okay. Let's see if there's a second season." At yeah. the end of the second season, was the second season or the third season? I think it was the third season. I was uh, sick at home in bed, and they were having a Breaking Bad marathon on A and E, and I was like, eh, "I'll watch it because it's the first episode." I stayed awake for like 36 hours and watched three seasons straight. Like Absolutely. it was, it was, oh, how did I miss this? Right? How can I not see this? What is that? Fucking airplanes and dogs. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Welcome man. to the podcast. You know, American Airlines flying us sessions beer. <laughs> They're buzzing the tower, buddy. They're buzzing the tower. Goose, right Goose, on. wave it off. Wave here, it off. Here is okay. my favorite quote from a movie. Okay. Okay. And let's see if you can guess this, all right? All this right, is, all right. It's Tootsie. Oh, okay, no, go, no, go no. ahead. No, this is Doubtfire is badass, not Tootsie. Okay. Doubtfire is good. But all right. There's a force in the universe that makes things happen. And all you have to do is get in touch with it. Stop thinking, let things happen, and be the ball. Oh, well, that's Caddyshack, of course. That's Caddyshack, of course. Beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, so I'm running Looper for the Dalai Lama. Oh, <laughs> I mean, if if you cannot, when we play golf, 
If you yeah. cannot recite at least half that movie, I don't want to play golf with you because there are so many times, you know, where you take out your pitching wedge or something and you're in the rough and you're in just a shit show and you're like, hopefully I can knock it close and at least, you know, look like I know what I'm doing. And you knock it on, you get it within three feet and you go, Cinderella story. <laughs> you know? When you play golf with me, buddy, when you play golf with me, because we are going to play golf soon, God willing, soon. Well, when you come up to Canada, where we go, there is a golf course not far from there. And we always bring our clubs up. What? And you there, have golf courses in Canada? Buddy, we have some of the most beautiful you've ever seen. But this one out here where we go camping all the time, where we go out to our spot, mm-hmm. when we go out to the lake, it's called White Moose Golf Course. And there is an island green, an actual island green. It is, you know, it's one of these, it's like a lynx where, you know, you play the... You play a, a, a par four and right beside, except for a few trees here and there is the next one. And you kind of zigzag your way through type deal. Yeah, yeah. And, and it is beautiful. I mean, there you are, you're about to tee off. There's a blue heron that's landing in the water. There's foxes playing over in a field just off to your left there. There's foxes frolicking. Frolicking in the field together. Yes, in the flowers. Frolicking in the flowers, Fjellheim. Foxes frolicking <laughs> in the flowers. Yeah, line. So the uh, 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 <laughs> wow, <coughs> brought to you by THC. I was gonna say, it looks like that great mystic bubble. This one gum. is uh, no, this one is uh, pineapple. Pineapple, pineapple. I'm Express. going with the fruity. I, I went off about whiskey, should taste like whiskey, yeah, but, but, your, but your fucking THC needs to taste fruity. Yes, it does. I'm wearing a mini skirt. I wear a kilt. I call it what it is. I wear my oh, mini skirt. Man. I love it. It's got like a spank around the top, just under the belly button, and keep that in because that's important. Women look at that. How about this one? <laughs> I'm just here, I'm just here for the gasoline. Mad Max. Bang. Dude, you are okay. You're officially the the movie line guru buddy you need to okay so how many movies before online downloading and everything how many movies did you own oh dude i have over 1400 dvds i've got on my server because no 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 before the downloading and whatnot the actual when you were remember when you had vhs and had and you had dvd i've got over over 1400 dvds and I've, i've got some I've got some VHS tapes, you know, obviously it was hard to find a VHS recorder at some point. They just, you have to go to a pawn shop to get one. And I have an old one that I still use for my old movies. I probably got about 50 or 60 movies still left and they're all eighties and nineties movies or like early, early nineties and eighties movies. That's all I got. There's I've got uh, just under 4,300. Jesus Christ. And I've seen them all. Oh yeah. (laughs) And we see them over and over again is the biggest. I've seen a few many, many times. If you want to talk about Clint Eastwood movies, I don't think there's one that I haven't seen at least six or seven times. At least six or seven times. I've watched, uh, uh, um, not Hang 'em High, uh, High Plains Drifter 25, 30 times. I mean, I'll sit down and watch uh, Ghostbusters and you can pause the movie and I'll recite the next 10 lines perfectly verbatim in a row anywhere in the movie. Like it's this, it's what we did 
when we were kids growing up, you watch movies, you, you, you just like battling in the Serengeti to go to Blockbuster to try and get that new release that just came out. Oh my God. We used to go in and you would hide one behind another movie somewhere in like the foreign film section so that you could come back and get it with your mom because it was R rated. Right. <laughs> Dude, Blockbuster yeah. has, uh, we play a lot of just table games, right. As a family, we, we have a game night where we at least once a week, once every two weeks, we sit down and play some games. <laughs> blockbuster came out with a table game where they've got movies and little cards and it's the different categories of movies or whatever it is but you pick five movies and then there's one where you have to use one word and one word only to describe it you have a charades where you have to act it out one word only to describe a movie one word only to describe a movie and you have to say over and, you know, you can't say anything else, but that one word is one category. The other one is charades. And the thir third one is uh, movie lines. But you can't. Okay. So when you're saying one word only, because this is interesting to me here, because this now makes it really difficult. And I like riddles like this, right? Because it's one word out of that movie that you're going to use. You're not going to use a word. Like if you're talking about happy feet, you're not going to be like a uh, penguin. Like if I like, said, if I said Huckleberry. Oh, well, that's Tombstone. There it is. Right. See, yeah. The idea behind it. So that's, yeah. that's one word. And you have to find that iconic word in a movie that would. Uh, how about, how about Fredo? Fredo is not the Godfather. It is. Oh, Fredo, Fredo, Fredo. Is it Godfather Part Two? Yes, you broke my heart, Fredo. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I had right, I had Godfather right, so it was just which one of those. But there you go. So that's part of. It, was it really, Part Two? Now I'm thinking. Wait a second. Here we are no, talking was, about what great. Was, it was Part Two. It was Part Two. But we do that. It's a little bit too advanced for my kiddos. For older people like us in our forties where you have that library, you have 4,300 movies in your head, you know, that you've got, I'm probably closer to 2000 movies. And I'm sure I've seen a lot more than, than that, but there's that one word. So that's a pretty cool game that we play. Well, they're playing a game tomorrow, Matt. And I can't wait to start my routine again. I've got my, my, my it, was part, it, it was part two. It was part two. It was part two. Yes. Yeah. Because you, you run the whole movie in your head and you go, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Did that happen? No, 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 no. There was so much more that happened. Yeah. I'm excited too, buddy. I know uh, Sundays is. I have not missed a game. And I mean, even my son was born on a Sunday morning and he, and the Packers were kicking off at noon. And I know this sounds bad, but at like nine o'clock, we were in the uh, emergency room and I was thinking, I'm not going to see this game, right? Like I'm totally going to lose this game. And I'm like, ah, crap. Oh, well, hopefully somebody will tape it for me or something. I can watch the highlights later again. 10 or 10, 10, my son was born, sitting there. My wife's taking a nap. I'm holding my son, watched our first Packer game together. <laughs> Bad fucking ass. Yeah, he wasn't even two hours old, and there I am going, that's Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
Oh, I'm excited. What do you, do you guys have like a big, uh, a whole bunch of spread of food out and things like that? I'm doing some ribs. Okay. That I'm going to be making tomorrow. Usually I do what are called carrilleras, which are the little short ribs that are kind of sliced kind of thin along the long ways as opposed to full ribs. They're called carrilleras. Um, those have been marinating. I've got some brats out as well that I'm going to be, I'll, I'll do some beer brats and nice. yeah, doing some Brussels sprouts, doing some, some black and tan onion rings tomorrow as well. And I'll be ready. And I've got my 12 pack of session loggers, which will be gone by about 5 30 PM. Yeah. Just before the game ends. That's the worst. You run out of beer and you're like, we got another quarter. It's like, <laughs> what am I going to do? But Why I, did got, I get to, yeah. I'm going to have my cousin over. He's a Chargers fan. So we'll be watching the Chargers game at 11 o'clock and then straight yeah. into the Packers and we'll do some grilling and hanging out all day. Maybe that's, that's so weird that you guys start at 11 o'clock in the morning. We start at noon. And so it's the noon game, right? Which is perfect because I have breakfast with the fam and, and then we eat a little something we do. And then everybody has a lunch at like 1130 and then poof, they generally disappear. They go to this person's house. They go to that person's house, whatever. They always ask, what time is the Packer game on? And I go, oh, it's on at noon today. And they're like, okay. And they'll leave at 1130 and they won't come back until 330 because there's a lot of screaming and yelling from the old man. You know what happened last year? We had just moved into the house and it was the first season with NFL Sunday ticket. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, for, for me, it's kind of a tradition. Uh, something's in the smoker. We're about to have a really big dinner. I've been making frozen pizzas or whatever all day. There's snacks all day everywhere. Right. Really good snacks. Not just a, like a bowl of chips. And, uh, 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 I, I got my Packer gear on. I am pumped. I am excited. This is the three hours out of the week in which I'm going to scream, yell, cheer, and kind of get out some of my aggravations and frustrations from the week. And this is my escapism, right? This is where I, I leave my normal everyday life for three hours and just, you know, football. And I will be yelling at the screen plays that they're about to run. Like I could see the defensive under formations. McCarthy, well, under McCarthy, you oh. can call every play. So. Anyone could. A blind guy could. A blind guy could. I mean, go ask Tampa Bay. But I mean, I'll run out. Here comes a blitz. Here comes a blitz on the left side, right? I get right into it. My kids bugger off. Anyway, I got all the windows open on, on this one Sunday last year because it's a hot day. You know, it's probably about 75 or something. Sun's just shining. Got all the windows open. I got the smoker going. And we are destroying a team. Zedarius has got two and a half sacks and, 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 you know, I think Rashad Gary's got a sack. We are just beating up on this team and I'm yelling, get up, get, take that. Yeah. Yeah. And one of my neighbors from across the street starts walking over and he's staring at the house. Like what the hell's going on? Why is Matt yelling? Get him, get him. What's going on. I come out onto the balcony kind of onto my deck here. Right. And he goes, uh, Oh, hey. And he just starts laughing. He goes, you're watching the football game. He sees me, Packer hat, jersey, pants. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah. That's how it's done. Sundays, yeah, my kids don't leave the house. Everybody wakes up. They throw on a jersey. And my middle one does sit and watch the entire game with me. The other ones are kind of in and out. My wife, because we lost. When Mason Crosby missed those four oh. field goals, she sat down and since that day, she will not sit down and watch again because she says she's bad luck. So she'll stand in the kitchen and walk around and kind of watch it from a distance, but she'll never actually sit down and watch a game. And my 15 year old just kind of comes in and says, are we winning? And that's about it. But the little one also kind of the same thing. She doesn't, 
she's can I zoom with my friends? You know, kind of thing. It's like, yeah, go ahead. But they're all they're all dressed up at least and looking forward to the food. I normally don't have people come over because they want to chit chat during the game. And I'm not taking my eyes off the screen. I've got a whole week before I see this again. There's only 17 games in the year. Why and do like, people not understand that, Matt? At first, at first, when my wife and I were dating, at first, now this is a little while ago, but at first, uh, when I would do these things on Sunday, she was like, uh, holy smokes, we're doing all of this, uh, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're dedicating every Sunday to football, blah, 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 blah. And then she went through one season. I said, well, that's it. I said, we didn't... Uh, we, uh, we lost in the first round of the wild card, and that's it. And she goes, oh, well, when's the next football game? I said, I don't know, eight or nine months, something like that. She goes, what? And that's when it kind of dawned upon her. I said, eight or nine months. She goes, so no more football? I said, no, that's it. I said, uh, got to wait for eight or nine months. Yep. So now she sees the appreciation of there's only these many. It's in a tight window. And then, poof, it disappears for 90% of the year, right? So I get I get out of everything that I'm allowed, I get that three hour window 17, 18 times. How many? Yeah. Full respect for giving me my Sundays. And my wife says up oh, as soon as she knew football was coming back. Cause she, she follows Adarius and follows all the, all the guys that she thinks are super fucking hot on. Yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Oh, football's coming. And here we go. About to become a football widow. Yep. Here we are. go. Sorry. Love you, but bye-bye. I'm smoking a 10 pound pork butt. That's got to go in at nine o'clock tonight. I'm going to smoke it in some maple wood. I've got my, my just Prilus, uh, uh, hardcore carnivore hashtag. Please be a sponsor. Jess. This is amazing stuff. I've got her stuff, uh, uh, all ready to go onto the pork butt. I'm going to put the pork butt in this rub, wrap it in saran wrap, put it in the fridge for a few hours and then, uh, Get my smoker going. I've got uh, pulled pork sandwiches and everything for tomorrow. I am pumped, man. Uh, go pack, go. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Go pack, go. Go pack, go. Here right. we go, man. I can't wait, buddy. Talk to you you take her easy, and I will. Uh, yeah, I'll talk, talk to you game time. Yeah, yeah. Get back. Bye. This has been Packers Without Borders. Remember to be good to each other. Life is about God, family, and the Green Bay Packers. Until next time, que Dios los bendiga. Nos vemos. Wait a minute. It's over? That's it? What? Oh, what a gym. <laughs>